Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Fountas. With me is Eric Sanchez. And Eric is back after a couple of weeks. I've been doing some mini episodes. He's been a busy guy. What, yeah, you've been busy him. too. So, you know, we kind of we meet in the middle sometimes. That's fair. This week, <laughs> we're going to go to the Attitude Era, to 1999. All the way back. January 9th. And would you say that there was no chance in hell that they, that this pay-per-view was going to get reviewed by us? No. Looked back at? No, no chance. But we did it. That was a bad pun I was working on. Anyway, 99 Royal Rumble, no chance in hell. We're going to talk a lot about it, plus a whole lot more this week on the Positively Processing Podcast. If you're listening, we appreciate you. And if this is your first time listening, appreciate you as well. If you're not in the Facebook group, please join us there. Just search Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. You can follow us, of course, on Twitter at PPW Podcast. And subscribe on all of your favorite podcast apps, Positively Pro Wrestling Podcast. I mentioned this in the mini show. We've been going for six years now on this Yeah, show. I was looking at that. Um, it was in January, like the, our first one, yep. right? 2016, yeah. 2017? Whatever, six years. Yeah, 16. I guess yeah. 17. Yeah, we, yeah. We might have recorded it in December or something and then released in January. Either way. Right. Yeah. So happy Pretty anniversary cool. to you and me. And to you too. Yeah. And to us. <laughs> Cheers. To, to us. us. All right. What gla- uh, any, glass clinking. Any uh, memories or any thoughts on six years and podcasting with me? Um, I mean, a lot of the fun stuff. Um, I mean, I, we do it separately now, but I remember, you know, just being at the house sometimes in uh, that one episode where we were in uh, like your dining room <laughs> at the old mm-hmm. house. <laughs> yeah. And we had a couple buddies over and we all like set up around the table with our, our microphones. Yeah. Old school stuff. That was style. a fun show. Yeah. I think that was a video game show. Wrestling yeah, video games. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we did the out, we did the outdoor one for a hundredth episode. A hundredth episode is one of my favorites that we ever did. <laughs> <'Cause> I, <laughs> yeah. All the stories everybody, you know, shared with us and all that. And um, thanks everyone who's listened over the years. And we've had some new listeners and we've had some people recently that told us we suck. That's uh, okay. I saw those. You know what? Well, I, well, no, I don't I don't care. But it was funny. I was thinking about it. When we started the show six years ago. We probably did never, suck. Well, they say we suck now. Um, oh, come on. <laughs> like, I don't believe that. We, we we never thought that we'd get somebody to tell us we sucked. <laughs> yeah, I never my wildest. I never would have thought that someone would have. Ta- I would have been not. I'm, we're not important, but had enough of enough show bank or whatever for yeah. someone to take time out of their day to say this show you people suck. <laughs> never would have occurred to me. Well, what about the people that say we're great? You know, it's oh. right in their wheelhouse. They, we, they, we talk about the stuff that they already love and they laugh along with us. You know, that's fun too. It's No, it's the best. Of course, of course. I'm just, of course, joking about the being like kind of blown away, like flattered that someone tells us we're bad. Yeah. And it, I mean, I'm not opposed to criticism. There's plenty of things of show I wish we would do better. And, and that's fine. Um, what I always tell people when they've got uh, podcasts, like this doesn't happen too often with those message me directly about it mm-hmm. but they're like you should do this i'm like oh that's cool you should do that if you should want to show you should do that like that's what you should do if that's your idea go do yeah, it right it's the, i get it's it the great thing about podcasts and uh you know we've taken and we're not professionals by any means I'm, right you're not you're not you you never show up i gotta yell at you to rewatch oh shows. my god <laughs> that's not professional is it 
I might have to actually edit that out. You might make me edit out a burp. But you know <laughs> no, what? No, you won't. You leave it in. Six that, years, that, we'll leave that, it. That, that goes along with not being professional. <laughs> Six years, we'll leave it a burp. Yeah, you know, we'll leave in the burp. We're, we're talking about negatives. Let's talk about a positive thing. So our buddy, um, Max Marshall, you can follow him on Twitter at MMABDT. So he's been listening for a while. And him and mm-hmm. I, every once in a while, stuff on, send stuff on Twitter. I actually sent him some Coliseum stuff. Actually, I had to send him twice because he got lost in the mail once. Um, so Coliseum video swag. Randomly, he messaged me the other day yeah, saying, hey, what's your address? I got something to send you. So I'm like, oh, you don't have to send me anything. But he sent it to me. And uh, it's uh, it, it, it showed up and came on the doorstep. And inside was a couple figures. One for nice. me, one for you. Okay. A, uh, a Chase Lex Luger Legends, which I've been looking everywhere yeah, for. Yeah, you've mentioned that. And he got a Molly Holly chase. Hey, However, there you I got, go. I got bad news for you. My what? Molly, my daughter has decided it's hers. Okay. <laughs> Even though she, <laughs> if you're okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Because <laughs> she has the regular one, but now she has the chase. And she's like, this is the silver Molly I wanted. Yeah, you so want to know something. I had ordered Molly Holly because I wanted not, so I didn't want the mighty Molly. I wanted the regular Molly. Okay. Uh, so in the mail, I ordered it and it came in. I'm like, oh, you know, hopefully it's not the chase. Because, <laughs> I mean, I don't really want the chase. I got the chase. So I returned it. Yeah. Did you grab any of the uh, Legends discounts, the 50% off that are on this week? Oh, my God. I was thinking about it. I was looking at them. And after watching this Royal Rumble, you know, I'm, I was hoping to get the Ken Shamrock chase. I'm like, well, let me put the order in because it's green, but the chase would be yeah. blue because I saw... Uh, I think Picket Pride got was talking about the the Chase one on Twitter. Yeah, and I'm like, you know what? I didn't know it came with the Chase, and it's going to be blue. So I was going to order it. Then I went to work, and when I got off work, I was looking at it. And it was already gone. So it's not even well, available anymore. But maybe if I go into the store tomorrow, um, I did get um, the ultimate, uh, yeah, ultimate edition Brock Lesnar because I had ponytail Brock. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's, you don't have, because do you I have had, a Brock? Um, no. Well, I have a, like the old Brock, the, um, like yeah. Undertaker, John Cena, ass whooping Brock. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I saw that as I was looking at the legend stuff. I'm like, you know what? I do kind of want this. And I had like $15 in target circle rewards. I'm like, you know what? 20 bucks, you know, after taxes and whatnot. That's For an ultimate? Bad. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's not a bad deal. So I bought that. I got to go. I picked the wrong store. So instead of picking it up on my way home at the, the one closest to me, I got to go to the one out in, uh, little bit further that's okay intently but i'll just go head out that way after work tomorrow so i went so after this thing kind of went around where these new legends figures are 50 percent off already everyone's kind of excited whatever Mm -hmm. i was like yeah you know what i kind of want that Shawn michaels you know the wrestlemania 9 or wrestlemania 8 9 Shawn michaels yeah which it was the ringside one the exclusive one of course that one's super expensive so the the only difference with that one though are the pants are, are a little bit different. Everything else is like... Yeah, the, they're the red, red, I think. Yeah. yeah. I think they're red. But I went online, and of course, same with you, like they were all gone. Like no, None of the targets were staying in stock. A couple of them did, then it got canceled. So then I uh, I just... I got lucky. My Orland Park target, it said there was one. So I did the in-store pickup, and I went to... And I you know I went in, and they, I got it. I did the in-store pickup. Awesome. As I was picking it up, waiting a customer service, Yeah. there was a guy... <laughs> <laughs> who must have got there a little bit before me, cleaned him out. <laughs> he had like two of what every a, guy. What a creep. At the checkout. But he was a customer service making them price match the online price yeah. one by one. So I get my Shawn Michaels, the front of 
the front of the peg box is all torn. I mean, I didn't care. I was going to open it to be mm-hmm. like a little desk mascot. Yeah. He's doing the, you know, the pose. Uh-huh. Uh, but, but Death I just laughed. I looked. Bice- yeah. Double biceps. Oh, hell yeah. But I just <laughs> thought that was funny. Like this guy's up there, like literally two of every guy in this set. I'm like, hey man, you do you. Yeah. So I thought that was funny. Well, hopefully he just buys one to display and one to keep in box. You know, a lot of people do yeah. that. But you know, if, yeah, if, if he's on eBay, deal. <laughs> they're going to be on eBay for a while. So probably. Look Good it for up him on Facebook marketplace. But anything else going on wrestling wise with you? Anything you've kept uh, an eye on or looked at? Not really. I mean, I, I, I listened to an episode of the, what the hell is it? <laughs> oh, it was it was a video thing, Major Brothers, whatever whatever show. Okay, had. the major, major wrestling figure. Yeah, podcast, major yeah. wrestling figure, and they were talking about the the original OSF. San Francisco toy yep. maker stuff, and I'm kind of looking. I'm like, you know what? That's not a bad idea. Um, so I was looking at the Ric Flairs. I was looking at the Stings. I was looking, you know, just at the other things like that. And I saw this Sting on uh, Mercari, mm-hmm. and I was just kind of pricing them. One was like thirty five dollars, twenty dollars, fifty, whatever it was. And I'm like, you know what? This one doesn't look too bad. I know how to, like, the Magic Eraser, you know, I figured that out, like, last year. I'm like, you know what? I'd probably get all this junk off, <laughs> off his mm-hmm. front, front, the sides, the arm, and all that kind of stuff. So whatever it was, it came to, like, 23 bucks or, or maybe a little bit less. But I'm like, that's a pretty good deal. So I got him in, cleaned him up a little bit. So he's kind of my mascot right now, along with I, Papa Shango, Shotzi, you know, my other wrestling I've got a couple. I've got a couple guys next to OS or FTM guys next to me. I've had them forever. Yeah. And uh, here, can you hear this? Can you hear that? By chance? No. So maybe the mic, maybe this. It's the vibrators. I got a vibrating oh, yeah, sting you and, do. A, vi- and sure a vibrating, do. I remember a vibrating Hogan. So I've got a couple of these bad boys <laughs> on display here. Just get the Yete and throw Hogan in the middle. I need a Lex Luger. I need the Giant. L, you know. Mm hmm. Under the Giant Sun version of them. Yeah, that's but, right. <laughs> other than that, you know, you got me the AEW thing. You got me the Blood and Guts two-pack of Moxley and Omega, which is way better in person, by the way. If you're on the yeah. fence about getting it, have, do, highly recommend do, picking that up. Do you have any of your AEW figures out, like, displayed out of the box? Uh, no, they're all in package. Because okay. I, I accidentally very, very bought... Selective. I accidentally bought um, a 30-pack of black figure stands because Ringside mm-hmm. Collectibles has been out for a while for the uh, for the Mattel ones. So when I saw 30-pack, I'm like, oh, they got it back in stock. I ordered them, and I'm, I'm messing around with my display the last week, and I'm trying to jam <laughs> the bottom, <laughs> bottom of my Mattels onto these things, and the peg is like like a 16th of an inch bigger and it, they just don't fit. So I'm like, let yeah. me try another figure. Let me try another figure. And by the time I'm like, I went through four of them, like none of them fit. And then I'm looking at the box as for like the unrivaled AEW ones. I'm like, shit. <laughs> well, but I got a, I got a couple of the AEW ones. So out of 30, okay. I, I probably use like three or four in the stand. So Can you sand uh, down the peg at all? Would that work? It probably will. It, it's too much. You got you got time. You got stuff to do. You got nothing to I do, I got right? stuff to do and, and I got time. <laughs> you got time and stuff to do. Yeah. But I got the Matt Hardy. I got the Jungle Boy. You know, I do. I, uh, the Penta, you know, so I do have some stuff that I I added the stands to on them guys. The uh, the, the major you mentioned the major podcast guys they have a whatnot stream I was watching today where they sell stuff, and they were one of them was selling a Jack Perry Chase AEW figure Jungle Boy along mm-hmm. with a Dylan McKay nine hundred two one zero figure so fa- <laughs> father son two pack <laughs> which is which was pretty funny I thought that was pretty funny yeah but. But yeah, it's been fun stuff going on over here. Other than that, I was out of town this weekend, which is why we couldn't record on Friday. We're recording Monday instead here, and we were playing a lot of WCW NWO Revenge. 
on N64 on the big projector I brought up there. That was a good time. A lot of, That's a lot of battle royals were had. Yeah. A lot of battle royals were had. It was, it was a fun weekend, and, and right now we're just um, hanging out here. Just hanging out at home, and I told you, I don't know if I told us, I forgot if I told us in the show last week, but I told you the story about how Molly's doing her, my daughter has been playing with her wrestling figures a lot. Mm-hmm, yeah. And her favorite wrestler is Molly Holly because of the name Molly. So she's like, Dad, come watch me do wrestling. I'm like, okay. So I'm watching her. And she's <laughs> doing a Royal do Rumble. Wrestling. She got she's a ring? A, yeah, she's, we've got a few rings down here. We've got the AEW. The AEW ring is the best ring to play with because there's no spring in. It's solid. It's They could beat it up. Mm-hmm. So she's doing all the women's Royal Rumble. So they're all coming out one by one, and I'm watching them. And Molly Holly's just dominating. She's flipping everybody out. I'm like, well, Molly's got this, right? So she's got the record. Like, she's beating Kane. She's beating Roman. Well, it's only she's girls. So they're, they're coming. Just, she's tossing out Sasha and Bailey, and she's tossing out everybody. No, I'm, right? I'm saying the record, like, with the guys. Yeah. Like, there's 14 yeah. eliminations. Molly's just going to town. Sure. So then, and then last, she's like, and the last person is Becky Lynch. I'm like, oh, here we go. And then Becky Lynch tosses Molly Holly out. Oh! Molly, Becky Lynch won. I, I was literally like, oh my God, like you swerved me. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> she was so proud of herself that like she, she messed with the booking here, yeah. you know, big swerve, which is kind of like what happened at the 99 rumble here, which we'll talk about. Uh, of course, the, <laughs> the big theme here of no chance in hell. I thought Becky Lynch had no chance in hell of winning the rumble, but exactly. Uh, the 1999 Royal Rumble, January 24th, 1999. Tagline, of course, no chance in hell. The big storyline going into this is Austin's in the Rumble, but he's number one. Vince says he has no chance in hell of winning because he's also put a $100,000 bounty on Austin's head for whoever eliminates him. Mm-hmm. But the little twist here is Vince is also in the Rumble. And for some reason, because Shawn Michaels is the commissioner, he gets to decide where Vince is in the Rumble. Yeah. <laughs> right? So he makes him number two. So that's our big storyline going into the Rumble here. Uh, this took place at the Arrowhead Pond, Anaheim, California. 14,816 sold out. A pretty strong buy rate of 650,000 buys. I looked it up. It was the second highest pay-per-view of 99 behind WrestleMania, which had 865. So really, really big you know, gate for them, right. a lot of money, all that stuff. So the WWF is firing on all cylinders here going into 99 out of the great success of 98. Um, do you remember watching Did you order this pay-per-view? Were you, what were you doing around 99 here? Um, I was probably watching in my friend's house in his basement. Um, mm-hmm. friend, friend Anthony, we would order pay-per-views, you know, probably like the bigger ones. I don't remember, you know, getting vengeance or no way out or anything like that, but it was always like Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, um, SummerSlam. I don't remember getting a Survivor Series over there, but yeah, we probably definitely watched this one live. Yeah, me too. We watched it at my buddy's house. He ordered it. His mom ordered it for us. We got pizza. Same. You know, we three got or pizza. So three or four hugs. of us there. Three or four of us are <laughs> over there. Just everybody knows, like, oh well, Austin's gonna win, right? Like he's gonna get beat up, but he's gonna win. Mm-hmm. Is of course what I, that's what I thought at least because well, this Austin's would have been go his third win or the second win. This would have been his third because he won 97 and 98. That's right. So it would have been third in a row for Austin. You think about it, it's crazy. He's Mr. Royal Rumble, right? Uh, so that's what I thought going into it. And the other big match for this is the Mankind Mick Foley versus The Rock and the I Quit match. Something that was super intriguing because there was no way this hardcore Mankind was ever going to say I quit. Right. Right. So that's what that's what we thought going into it. and. When you rewatch this, this has been a while since I watched the whole show. 
Um, I looked it up. This one's pretty negatively reviewed among fans. And I can kind of see why as far as a few things for it. But I had a good time watching the whole show. I yeah, I did you. too. I, I, I kind of put it in the background. I did focus on a couple matches as I was doing stuff. Um, but yeah, I didn't realize this was Vincent Man's like first time wrestling. So he, he comes out, you know, all oiled up. Um, the, the beginning we'll get, of the we'll get to, we will get to oiled Vince. Don't you worry. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm skipping that part. I'm just going to go back like the beginning of it, you know, started off slow. I wasn't too sure. You know, I, I totally forgot, uh, road dog was a hardcore champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Definitely. Me too. And I was like, Oh yeah. Cause DX, I, I, DX is still around. Right. Right. But we're not too far away from Hunter triple H winning the WWF title after SummerSlam 99. Which is mm-hmm. crazy to think about, because where he is here in January, you know, six months later, he's the champion. It's, pre- right. it's pretty nuts to think about. Yeah. He's in his green tight, his green long tights, and in the D in D in the DX. I'm like Bret Hart, you know, in the in the DX. You know, I thought DX sucked. They're pieces of shit. And I'm like me and Owen, me and Owen. Anyway, nothing, nothing for my Bret Hart. Okay, that's cool. Just, just throw some applause in there when you edit this. <laughs> <laughs> this show starts off the 1999 Rumble. We have the hype video to show how Austin Drew is number one. We mentioned Shawn Michaels, who was the commissioner at the time, makes Vince number two. And I love the Vince training montages with Shane. Mm-hmm. I've watched these a million times. Like, I hate Austin. I hate Austin. Vince, Shane's making, <laughs> making Vince catch the chicken. It's like he's Rocky, like, they're, man. They're practicing in the in the ring where Vince is throwing people over the top rope, practicing yeah. the stunner. Just just great stuff here. Just a great pipe video. And then you want to talk about a to date yourself. 10-10-220 presents No Chance in Hell. Do you remember 10-10-220, those commercials? Oh, I sure do. That? That was the you ever best. do it? You ever 10-10-220 save people money? No. I would just do the operator thing and just do a, a, a quick, uh, you know, five-second message. Okay. Uh, also on heat call collect is what I meant, right? Uh, you call someone collect and you just yeah say, you call collect and you would like, say hey pick me up at the mall. <laughs> oh yeah, that was a thing. Remember that? <laughs> yeah, every, every, I think everybody did that. Sure they did. It was no secret. You, go, you have a collect call from. I'll be home in twenty minutes. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> I missed the bus. <laughs> Come yeah. pick me up. Uh, heat, as I mentioned was kind of eventful for just a heat show. A lot happened. They And they reference it a lot. Yeah, it was like on a, the like show a, like a we'll pre-show, right? Yeah, but stuff happens. Mankind wrestles on it. He wrestled Mabel. He's in the semi-main event here. I guess the main event for the mm-hmm. Clyde Quit match. But anyway, the show starts off. We're at the sold-out Arrowhead Pond. The crowd is hot. Signs everywhere. This is typical attitude, awesome stuff. And we go to our first matchup here. The big boss man takes on the road dog. Uh, the Road Dog was the hardcore champion, but it was not a hardcore title match. Not a hardcore title online, which seemed kind of weird. It was this, weird. This is Bossman's uh, head of security events area, right? He's the corporate mm. team. He's still quick with the nightstick, and he's still a cop, but he's not a cop you like. He's like a heel, but like an in-shape Bossman heel guy. Right. That's right. What What do you think of this one, this opening contest here? It wasn't too bad. It was just, I, I, I don't know. I, I thought maybe an opening match. Well, whatever. <laughs> you know how you kind of get used to like opening matches being like you know kind of setting the pace for it. Uh, this yeah. was just okay. Like it's watchable. 
but the, the ending a, I thought fell flat, and I don't know, just for there's no title on the line. It was just weird. Yeah, there's so a few things happen here, which is kind of weird. Billy Gunn interferes right, and at yeah. one point where the ref goes down, so you think all oh, the road dogs going to win, but he doesn't. Boss man kicks out of it. Yeah, and then there's a part where where um. Sorry, I'm just looking at my notes here. I lost my notepad. There's a part here where the 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 boss man, the road dog's doing kind of a shake, rattle, and roll move, and the boss man just counters it to hit the slam. Yeah, like his, his little shaky knee drop. Hmm. Well, whatever it is, whatever his thing is, right? What do you? What else? I mean, any other notes on this match? What do you got? You got to get no, something. No, not really. <laughs> That's all he really got. Um, I didn't really take notes on it because it was just kind of uh, just a basic blah match to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, no botches or anything. It wasn't terrible. It was just um, a back and forth match. Sure, back and forth. Nothing really to. No, nothing, nothing really to, to write not, home about or, or podcast hang, about. Nothing to hang your hat on. <laughs> nothing you want to. Yeah, nothing to podcast about. So really quick. Full disclosure here is full uh, or full transparency. I messed up with my notes app when I was looking at it, and I lost them. I thought I deleted them all, so we're going to be a quick edit, and we're back in here now. We're hey, going to talk about welcome, welcome back. We Six years, and we're still screwing things up. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We're not professionals. Yeah, the nineteen ninety nine Royal Rumble is just going great here. <laughs> so I mentioned so our next matchup is Billy Gunn versus Ken Shamrock for the Intercontinental Championship. Is it for the IC title, or is it just is it just for the just a match? Because the first match wasn't for the title. No, it's for the title. It's yeah, it is for the totally title. Totally for the title. It is yeah. for the title. So the that should be on your notes. <laughs> yeah, my notes that I deleted. So the <laughs> there's a few things here that's interesting. The the back the storyline for this is Billy Gunn mooned Ken Shamrock's sister, which you don't mm-hmm. do. So that just makes Ken Shamrock furious. Well, yeah, wants, you don't show your your sister your ass. Well, what if your name is Mister Ass? He's got to be. It's got to be expected, right? Well, you, well, you'd leave your tights on, and it just says Mister Ass on the back. You don't know actually show her all this and the great ass too. Hey, man, that's what you say. <laughs> <laughs> this is heel Ken Shamrock, right? And he's yeah. I was going to ask you, what, what did you think of heel Shamrock? I hated it. I think he yeah. never recovered once he turned heel. He was so awesome. As the he was. crazy badass who's jacked up on like all the drugs you could think of and steroids, and <laughs> he's a you know he could really whoop your ass. And he's you know right. he's awesome, and then he turned he's heel. Just red in the face, he's swole, he's he's sweating, he's punching himself in the head, ready to uh, go, ready to party. Maybe he's ready to party. I don't know, but either way, it kind of sucked that he turned heel, and I was was bummed out. Probably because I was a big Ken Shamrock fan. Yeah, he was. This match isn't great. Um, there's a lot of no, working. but but I like how hard hitting it is, and I, I like that uh, the the Billy Gunn can can kind of hang with him, mm-hmm. you know, because because Shamrock's a badass, like just throwing those punches and the slams, they don't look great, but they're effective, kind of like Ronda Rousey, you know what yeah. I mean? So really, so, really quick before uh, I interrupt, I'm when we got all screwed up yeah. with the notes or everything, I mentioned that Billy Gunn interfered with the last match, that I got mixed up because there's interference in this match, and I got it mixed up, so. Yeah, I don't remember that happening in the other match. You should have <laughs> so, corrected me. So, well, I wasn't sure because I mean you're pretty, uh, you know, pretty good with the notes. Mm. When I don't delete them, but 
Anyway, right, right. the interference is in this match, the Billy Gunn versus Ken Shamrock match. It mm-hmm. is hard hitting, and there's a lot of work in the leg, brother. You know, <laughs> working the yeah. working Gunn's leg, and he sells that the ankle lock and the leg thing throughout the entire show. He comes out later in the Rumble mission to shoe with his ankle wrapped up. <laughs> So one of my favorite parts in here was uh, Val Venus, you know, coming to the ring. Yeah, he, he's he the interference. on Shamrock. Yeah. There's a, a spot where the ref gets bumped and, yeah, Val Venus comes down and hits the DDT. And that's where I mentioned, one, two, a kick out. Like, why even come out if there's if you're not going to cost yeah, him the match? Yeah, come on. I mean, that's what you need to happen. Yeah. So like you were saying, like Shamrock went for the clothesline, gun ducks. Shamrock, you know, hits the referee by accident, as as it always happens. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, when Venus comes out. So, yeah, I mean, Venus comes out, you want to hit the DDT, and the ref comes too, you want to get the three count. But he, it, it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> just for two. Yeah. And you're talking, you just said you liked it. And then, of course, the ankle lock does it, gets the win for Ken Shamrock. And the corporation is now two for two in their matches tonight. Is this a theme? Mm-hmm. It could on. be. It could it, be a sweep. It could be a queen. I guess I would say a queen sweep. A clean sweep right going on right here. It could be a corporate sweep. We go backstage to one of my favorite moments of the night right now. Mm-hmm. Vince McMahon's backstage, all cocky, walking back and forth. He's in a sweatshirt. And I confirm this with some pausing and some zooming in. Vince is wearing sweatpants, but not just any sweatpants. What kind? WBF sweatpants. So he's had these since 91, holding on to them, wearing them on camera, on pay-per-view in 99. I'm sure it's actual sweatpants he just works out with. He never, never, yeah, I'm sure he has got like 100 pairs of these because they didn't sell. <laughs> he's got a whole warehouse like, full of them. He's like, Linda, get me a new pair. <laughs> the WBF. What color, Vince? Let's go yeah. with black for right. for this one here. Uh Patterson and Briscoe are there, you know, pumping him up. So is Shane. And Vince is like, he's mine. He's mine. He's mine. Like they're, it's so funny because Vince is, <laughs> and we'll talk about it later. I think people who, not, I don't even know if newer generations, but even people that maybe started watching in, let's say, the Ruthless Aggression era, right? They don't yeah. know how incredible of a performer Vince was during this era. He was everything he did. He was one of the best heels ever. Great, he facial. really was. He was so good, and, and like, his, his his stooges, you know, just hyping him up and being there for him, and him playing off of them. It, it, just so many like fun things happened. And the great thing about Vince was he was such an ass, but he had no problem getting his comeuppance eventually. Like that's right. what was great. Like he did all his terrible shit to Austin. And he got the mm-hmm. shit beaten out of him. And I think we even looked back at the pay-per-view after this in the same Valentine's Day Massacre a few shows back, I guess a couple of years ago now. And, <laughs> and Vince just kept running away. <laughs> yeah, and, he kept, and then he eventually takes the giant bump off the cage, breaks his tailbone on the table. <laughs> yeah. And even in this show, like show, all this crap he's doing to Austin, he gets his ass kicked <laughs> in this yeah. match. And we'll get to it, but just wanted to throw that out there and... Man, people are not cool with Vince right now. You can hear the booing loudly in the crowd as they're looking. Just they're just looking at a screen mm-hmm. of Vince walking back and forth. They're just pissed off. But I think the anticipation was to see you know how he can wrestle. Mm-hmm. You know because you see him talk all his smack. You see him get you know stunned and knocked around and that kind of. But how do, how is he a wrestler? Is he a good wrestler? You know has he learned a lot over the years from other wrestlers? The answer is no. Spoiler alert. He's awful. Yeah. But, he's the- <laughs> but he's got a big heart. 
He's got a yeah from all the steroids he's taken. Uh, mm-hmm. Next up, our European Championship match: Gangrel versus X Pac. Got two great themes here. Gangrel's brood theme. Is yeah. a, I think if we did like a Attitude Era themes, the brood might win it as far as the best, most re-listenable the top, theme. Top ten. I'd put a top ten. I'd put a top five. Okay. It's, I'll I'm, put a top three. Ooh. <laughs> Who's your number Just one? Kidding. Who's your Attitude Era number one? Do you know? <laughs> DX. It's got to be number one. Are you ready? Not Xbox. Thump, thump. No, not that Xbox. One. Speaking of Xbox, was it uh, Michael Cole? Yeah, he was on. He was on uh, commentary. Yes, Jim, Jim Ross was going through his Bell's palsy. Palsy. Um, he says Xbox has been the greatest European champion of all time. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> well, at this point, it was Sean Mi- Sean Michaels. I mean. I'd I'd say Shawn Michaels is probably better. I mean, he didn't really defend it too much, right? Was was D'Lo champ before he, X-Pac? Well, let's look it up. Look up WWF European Champion history. I like D'Lo. I like Bulldog. Do you like D'Lo? Because he's looking at the real deal now. That's right. <laughs> Kurt Angle was here. Well, Kurt um, Angle wasn't champion. So at this point, British Bulldog, yep. Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Owen Hart, back to Triple H, and then D'Lo Brown, and then X-Pac has it. Hmm. Yeah, you know, I, I there's an argument to be made that it is Xbox at this point. How so? Who's bet? Well, Triple H got it because Shawn Michaels gave it to him. Yeah, Owen Hart only had it for a couple months. I guess Triple H probably was the better one. You know, he had it. Um. He, well, maybe I'm just thinking memorable. Okay, because me, I always identify with British Bulldog because he's European. All he was these the other first. Guys aren't European. I mean, he's the first. He was the first one, so that's why he gets to be the most memorable. We spent way too much time in the European Championship, I think. Here, well, we do know that this is um, for the European Championship. Yeah. X Pac, Gangrel, mm-hmm. X Pac, Big Baby Face, part of DX. Gangrel's he, part of the brood. X-Pac needs a, a win here for DX. They're 0 for 2 tonight. He's got to bring a he W. Does. He's got to bring the W home. Was brood part of corporation or no? No, they were not. At some point, remember they worked with the Ministry of like Darkness? Corporate corporate ministry. I remember that. Well, that was more Edge and Christian, I guess, Gangrel was part of it because they were giving people bloodbaths. But mm-hmm. this match, I can't believe how good it was. <laughs> it was five minutes, but it was freaking yeah. awesome. I love Gangrel. Like even to this day, like watching him wrestle, like he's he's a damn good wrestler. Mm-hmm. X Pac's got one of the best, I guess, insta- like spinning heel kicks in yeah, the business. Does. It's freaking. If rules. I think of X Pac, that's what I'm thinking of. That and the Bronco Buster. I'm thinking this, of the but, but that I'm spinning thinking heel of, kick for sure. I'm thinking of the spinning heel and the quick leg drop. You know, he's that boom. Oh quick yeah, leg drop. yeah. Because coming off the ropes real quick. He's just you know why? Because he's sending out to Hulk Hogan. Because Hulk Hogan, you suck, pal. <laughs> I hear on TV Hulk Hogan talking about cut mustard. Well, Hulk Hogan, (laughs) you suck, pal. (laughs) That kid's got some balls, I tell you. It's when you—that's when Triple H looked to his blood. He looked Uh to the click. (laughs) And Xbox came here to rip ass. (laughs) You remember? (laughs) I do remember. What an all-time great promo! That's barely—it's talked about because of like the moment, like in shifting of the wars. 
Yeah. He's lucky people don't remember his promo as much as we do. (laughs) (laughs) I probably watch that, you know, maybe two, three times a year, you know, just to kind of keep it top of mind. (laughs) Because he he was like essential, like DX. (laughs) You suck, pal. You're a rip ass. <laughs> we're just praising how great his match was. Now we're making fun of his promo. He he got off. No, the- we're, I'm I, I'm not making fun of it. I'm just saying how great it was. I heard Hulk Hogan come out on television saying I couldn't cut the mustard. Well, Hulk Hogan, you suck, pal. you have any room to talk about anybody cutting any kind of mustard. This is our new beginning for D-Generation X, and we're here to rip ass on the World Wrestling Federation. Mm-hmm. Uh, this, this also had an awesome kind of like reverse finish into the X-Factor finisher, right? Mm-hmm. And it, just, it, was like a, it was like a reverse cross body type thing into the X-Factor for the one, two, three, and X-Pac gets a big W. You know, really good match. Definitely match of the night so far. Really, really good stuff here. Yeah, there was a part in the match where the referee counted to three, and then it just keeps going, and then mm. the crowd's like, you fucked up, you fucked up. <laughs> always always nice for for refs to hear that, that we effed up. Right? Yeah. Or we effed up. He right. effed up. Of all refs, it's, it's Teddy Long. Damn. Going one-on-one with the Undertaker. Next up. We have our women's championship match, Sable versus Luna in a strap match. Shane comes out first, and he says that uh, the <laughs> Shane comes out first, introduces Luna to Sean, and uh, King on commentary says Luna looks hot. I was like, oh man, King's all extra horny today. Uh-huh. Uh, Sable <laughs> apparently has an injury after Luna attacked her on Sunday Night Heat, so she can't compete tonight. Yeah, but this is the period they try to make Luna like you know sexy and, and try to fit in with the, the, the like the pre-divas type of stuff. Sable! Get out here now! She sounds like a, a Bordega worker who smokes 16 cigarettes. She sure does. She was she was awesome. I love Luna Vachon. She, we, need, we need a Legends Ultimate Luna Vachon ASAP. You know, put her That's in the Legends line. Put her in you the know, Legends line. Like the ones that I wanted, Luna Vachon and Mike Tyson. Yep. I mean, in a two-pack. Maybe not a two-pack, but Attitude Era pack. Throw them in there. <laughs> Two pack. <laughs> what does one have to do with the other? Oh, they were in the Attitude Era. Okay. Shane says Luna or Sable's got to give up the belt. She comes out hobbling. She does not need to give up the belt. For some reason, this is a strap match. I have zero memory of this match. This even as a kid, we must have like this is might might have been when we went to the kitchen to get the I, pizza. I, I kind of remember the, the strap match. Okay. What do you think of this strap match? Is, you know, we've got CM Punk versus MJF, Roddy Piper versus Greg Valentine. This isn't a dog collar match. Oh, you're right. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. I mean, for two women and... Uh, you like this match? This match was awful, but amazing because I, it was so bad. I'd, I'd, give it, I'd give it a C. I didn't say it was awesome. I thought it was pretty good. So I will you say, know, for two, for, the best for, part for is... For the women involved? The best part is the beginning of the match... Sable beats the shit out of Luna with that strap. She whips her like a, like it's a country whipping match. Like a match. government mule. Yeah, just kicking her ass, right? Yeah. yeah. I do like the part where Luna like has um, a Sable like kind of wrapped up 
pulled on her back. So every time Luna goes around, because you got to hit it all four turnbuckles around mm-hmm. the thing to win. Luna hits the one and Sable's right there and she hits the one, like one of the, the first time turnbuckle. Luna hits the second, Sable hits the second. And then the commentary, I think it's Michael Cole or, or King brings it up. It's like, oh, did you see uh, Sable? She's got the same amount of uh, turnbuckle taps, but it's going to be the first one to hit the fourth one, right? Mm-hmm. But that ends up being broken up. It does. But I thought that was cre- I thought that was creative. Yeah. Uh, what other kind of creative storyline thing here is we get the super fan Tori to come out and help Sable. She helps Sable for the win. Nice. And Sable, I like Tori. I think we all did. But Sable here, she is the uh, she's the champ, women's champion here still. And this, I guess, this is a cooldown match, right? To lead into what we were about to see. Uh, we get the Rock Mankind recap about mm-hmm. the I Quit match here. This is the mega sideburn version of the Rock in 99. He's the champion. He tells whoever's interviewing him that they're going to know his role, shut your mouth. These are all the beginnings of the Rock's catchphrases. Yeah. And, all right, I've seen this match a bunch. You've seen this match a bunch. What do you what do you think? I mean, were you did you have a tough time watching this, knowing what was going to happen, knowing what was coming? Um, no, I, I enjoyed most of it, and I was also kind of looking at a lot of the chair shots to see, you know, if they're really as bad as they looked. And I'm sure they were, but you know, maybe three out of the five hundred <laughs> looked to be a little bit protected, but. Um, the worst one I, was I, the last I, one. He hits him in the back of the head, unprotected. Yeah, that was terrible. And he just collapses. Right. But before that, this is a really good match. This has got lots of beginning is fun stuff. And this is ridiculous. This is insane. I like the part where The Rock's got the ring bell and he's like, bells mm-hmm. will be ringing. And he yeah. hits the bell on, <laughs> on his head. There's also the part here with the big spot where the table collapses while they're on top of it. Yeah, and it's I like also the uh, the I guess them being in character a lot during the match. You know they're out of mm-hmm. breath, but they're still staying promos, which I think is tough to do. It kept it interesting. It's not just constantly the ref saying, "What do you say? What do you say?" It's them cutting promos. Like, Go to hell, Rock! You can kiss the Rock's ass, and he gets up and hits him back. <laughs> <laughs> doing that that Mister Perfect kick. Mm-hmm. The, sh- the shaky leg kick. The shaky leg kick. And then the Jimmy legs. You can kick the rock. You kiss the rock's ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, a lot of so breath. just just a total side note. Like I've been watching the Young Rock, and this is kind of like parallels what we were watching about him starting to become the Rock. You know, from Rocky by V mm-hmm. and the Nation of Domination stuff, and and I, some of the characters on there are so like far from <laughs> what they look like you know in real life but mm-hmm. i do like the rock characters like his, th- his three little um variations of him okay so we should watch eric sanchez is recommending young rock to everybody out there so go let's go watch young rock yeah watch young rock okay there's also the, so anyway the big spot here before the chair shots and the handcuffs is the rock and mankind are over off or i guess foley whatever his name is here are over mm-hmm on kind of the barricade and there's a big spot where he's fully is thrown off the barricade into the electrical box. Well, they're climbing up. So they're almost like in uh what, what area would you call that? Like mezzanine or something? Yeah. The mezzanine. Mezzanine. Yeah. The mezzanine. So they're on the outside of that guardrail is maybe two feet wide. And 
I don't know. They're they're holding on to the rail, but still on the outside of it, and you could tell they're a little bit off balance. But they're they're you know they're kicking and they're you know going a little bit back and forth without the punches and kicks. And and Foley just takes the dive right onto the uh, like the speakers and the electrical equipment with all the uh, you know audio and just everything kind of plugged into it. Sparks go flying, the lights go out. Then there's a spotlight. I don't know how that got power, but <laughs> the spotlight. Hey, <laughs> back up. You you've been like a store when the battery backup goes on right the generator the emergency lights that's yeah but it's it not that bright <laughs> oh yeah yeah that's what it is okay i'm glad you're breaking down the realism of this here but the sparks flying and stuff i think this bump gets overlooked when foley hits that speaker or you know holy just, shit the whole thing tumbles but he just like it's like a thud and he bounces off of it just yeah. things like that like we talk about this all the time on this show we all have seen kind of the clips of these things and i think we're all i'm guilty of it too it's easy to go on youtube on your phone just watch clips not the whole thing go watch these entire matches these entire pay-per-views we talk about and see for yourself the little things that come up and that bump's not talked about a lot all it's talked about in this match is the million chair shots that he takes mm-hmm. to that fully takes to the head here but this would have been the ending if this match was in today's era like that would be the, oh, end, for, the yeah, end spot. for sure it'd be it'd be over. a count out or a, a pinfall out there with uh well, it's an I quit match, like, so maybe the ref would just stop it because he didn't say I quit or, or whatever. Yeah. But but now, so when the handcuffs, also when after the spot. Oh, handcuffs. But after the spot, Shane comes out looking concerned. You're like, oh, even Shane, like this is real. Like maybe we should we should slow down a bit here. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, Shane comes out looking concerned and then we get the handcuffs. And this is when I paused the show and I was like, do I want to watch this again? Do I want to watch Mankind get hit in the head again? Because I've seen it on Beyond, on Beyond the Mat. I've seen it on yeah. all that, which we still have to do our Beyond the Mat show. He'd never done that. We'll, we'll get to it at some point because Modest is ready and I'm not booked and all the funny lines from that from that paper or from that documentary. But mm-hmm. the Beyond the Mat made it even worse because you saw, you know Mick Foley's wife and kids are in the front row watching this. Right. I don't know why he brought them, but he did. You know, he gets kind of loopy from it. You know, The Rock doesn't even go to check on him after the match. Just all this stuff, right? Yeah. I still watched it, of course, for the sake of the show and for talking to you about it. It was still rough to watch. Just the chair shots that, like you mentioned, some of them like, oh, that's not bad. But the amount of the chair shots and that last one when he's completely unprotected might not mm-hmm. even know it's coming. Rock swings the chair as hard like as he, he can. He just gets up, like kind of looking around. He's kind of—I don't know if he's waiting for it, but he leans into it, and it's just bad. And then he collapses, mm-hmm. fully collapses on the ground. They stick the microphone in his face. His face is flat down, so you can't see his mouth moving. And it's clearly a pre-recorded thing of from a promo of him saying, "I quit! I quit! I quit!" I wish yeah. I wrote down the promo because it was almost Dr. Seussian. Yeah. You know, where he's like, I will not something, blah, blah, blah. Dub, mm-hmm. dub, dub, I will not say I quit, but I quit. It was, you know, taken from that. And like you said, it's obvious. It, it's audio. It, it's not live. And, you know, I don't know how it sounded in the arena, but I don't think the, the people in the arena thought it was real either. You know what? And the Rock gets the win here. He's still the WWF champion. Mick Foley actually wins the title back in a few weeks on halftime heat mm-hmm. in the empty arena match, which maybe yeah, you and I will do a watch-along awesome. for that, a mini-episode of that watch-along match 
where they're just beating each other up and catering. And <laughs> I, I like the camera work, like when the, the when the palette is coming down on Rock's face. He's yeah, like, he's oh. like, no, no. <laughs> and the Rock's eating like catering and salsa. He's like, it's mild. The Rock likes it spicy. He throws it in Mick Foley's face. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love the Rock. I think everybody does here, but I still was a little cringy for why there was no reason to do this many chair shots to the head. Like hit him in the back once or something, right? Like what are we yeah. doing here? <laughs> Especially now because we're so conditioned to know how bad those are for everybody. And we don't see them at that often anymore, if not ever with these chair shots to the head. So it it's something that I can't believe happened, but it did. And it was brutal. All in all though, besides so, those, it was a really good match. It was really, really good. Yeah, so he got electrocuted and got his brain scrambled and Rock retains. Yeah. And then post-match, Foley's kind of on the stretcher, and then he gets up, refuses to get off of it. When he takes his mask off, he does, he kind of flips his hair, and because there's yeah. so much blood, the blood shoots up in the air like sweat, and you're like, oh my mm-hmm. God, that's rough. But Like a slow motion uh, shower commercial. But it wasn't slow motion. <laughs> no. <laughs> no shampoo commercial, I meant, not shower. Yeah. All right, so we're ready for the Royal Rumble. Uh, we get a really good recap of the entire Austin and Vince feud, right? And we get mm-hmm. to see, how yeah. I mentioned, how great Vince is at this time. And and even now, because Vince is so much older now, every time he's on TV, remember the Austin, th- or like Vince with his egg, he's like, it's my egg, it's my egg. <laughs> remember that? You were obsessed with the Vince and his egg. Yeah. <laughs> with Seth Rollins what, what, what or What was up with that? I don't know. Oh, it was Austin, Austin Theory. Oh, was it no, Austin ended up taking it. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was trying to find out who stole the egg. Everybody egg. It was just his egg. But this Vince, you know, quick as a whip and great. Grapefruits. Yeah. And he's huge, sh- great, big grapefruits. He's jacked. He's so smug and you hate him so much and you're rooting yeah. for Austin because Austin's such a badass. But we get this. I, hate, I hated how I hated how jacked he was. Yeah, and he was he was just so cocky because you're like this son of a mm-hmm. bitch. I and the, you knew it's fake. You know it's a storyline. You know he likes Austin in real life because he's making him so much money. But you're like, ooh, I hate yeah. that Vince McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> he's screwing uh, Austin left and right. Now he's got a hundred thousand dollar bounty on his ass. He's put him at a number one. Yeah, and no chance in hell he's going to win this one. Definitely not. We show Austin arriving here on heat to the arena. And he's not allowed in the VIP area because he doesn't have a limo. So he does some donuts out of the parking lot, comes back with a monster truck limo, for, and runs over some cars that are there for some reason. <laughs> the only introduction that Steve Austin knows. What's that, monster trucks? <laughs> yeah, I, I think uh, King said that. Yeah. Austin, of course, is out first, and he's walking, he's talking like a, the badass that he is. Like, ah, Sure. Of, right? Vince comes out. He's got, he's got that swagger. He's got that pissed off look on his face. And people are like, let's go. Like, it's the roar of like, <laughs> yeah. we're ready to, like Woodstock 99 is coming up this year. We're going to rage. Like all this stuff that's going on in right. this year, right? Got, you know, Limp Biscuit generation or whatever. Right. Limp yeah. They're all, all the, uh, I mean, I'm not, we know Chad's, but you know, all the Chad's are out there. What's muscled the, up. For those who don't know, what's a Chad? I, that's the term I don't think that's around anymore. Um, I mean, a Chad is just kind of like a bro, like, uh, I don't know. So now Peter we are swelling kind of like, a maybe like an elitist. Now we insert it's or insult, insult people by calling them Karens. Back in the day, they were Chad's. Right. Uh, well, not really. I mean, they weren't, um, they were just bros. 
Okay. Sure. Just bros. It's hard, hard to describe. Clearly. But if you know what a chat is, then, you know, feel free to tweet us at PPW Podcast. Definitely. Vince comes out, and this is your favorite, Vince. All oiled up. Oh, my favorite. <laughs> the, 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 them, them's the titties I wanted to see oiled up. <laughs> not 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 sables not uh lunas do you think they, they could make a mattel legends figure with the shiny chest oiled up chest yeah. version oh of this? yeah you think they could yeah, do it give him that, uh, give him that Naka, nakazawa what's his name and the baby oil <laughs> yeah with vince's pointy nipples they'd have to have, be extra pointy. <laughs> they'd have to that would be the first figure with nipples on it extra pointy definitely extra pointy they were, uh, well, not the first figure. The Hasbro's had nipples. No, I'm talking about the Mattel ones. Okay. Do they not have nipples? No. They don't? <laughs> Do I have a Mattel near me? I are you, are you going to start looking at them now? I'm going to start. In, I'm not going to reach out of there, but I'll, I'll report back. Hold on a second. I'm going to look at I'll this I'll report now. back. Hold yeah, on. look at it now. Let me, look like, at, Whoa. let me see who I got here. I got an Ultimate Never Warrior. Noticed. Let me look at this Ultimate mm-hmm. Warrior. Nothing. He doesn't have a shirt on. Oh my God, you're right. <laughs> he doesn't have a shirt on. I've never noticed that before. Yeah. Does that upset so, you? No, not at all. I just noticed it, you know, about four years ago, five years ago, whatever it was. Why do you think that is? I don't know. Maybe they just don't, don't want to uh, pay to uh, like tool and die to they don't want out some nips. They don't want to tool the nips. Well. <laughs> I, mean, I get it I get there's some expenses involved in the nips but yeah I'm sure you, there are different sizes sure I mean? different sizes <laughs> <laughs> so total like side thing I, I was on Facebook the other day and I saw somebody in one of the figure groups that they were selling um, what was it let me look it up real quick it was a variant figure it was the WWF Sunday Night Heat Series 11. It's Stephanie McMahon. Mm-hmm. So this guy says, I have this variant that was quickly recalled due to Stephanie having no panties. And she's in a dress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm like, and then I write, how does one know a figure is wearing underwear or not? And then he wrote, I think the approved figures have purple to match the dress. The recalled ones are all skin tone. Still doesn't answer my question. Like it's it's one of those figures that isn't um, really articulated. Mm-hmm. And it's not soft goods. It's like like it's molded dress. So I don't know how they would know that this figure doesn't have underwear. He's lifting so anyway, under the skirts. No big deal. I know, but it's just weird. I'm like, it's skin tone. I'm like, are there, are, well, I don't want to get into it, but, <laughs> you know, I'm just trying to figure that out. As, as we were talking about Vince's nips on figures. This match starts off and Austin's beating the hell out of Vince mm-hmm. McMahon. Which Vince, look, Vince, you know, for as cocky as he was backstage, he turns into a little pussycat real quick here as Austin beats the <laughs> hell out of him. Oh, for the first, I love this ch- chicken shit Vince. Like when he gets, he's all talk. He's definitely he's all a, talk. He's a mother, you know, and he's just talking his shit and screwing people left and right. But, you know, one-on-one, <laughs> it's chicken shit. They even showed on Heat, him and Austin on Heat. Vince slapped him in the face and literally ran away. <laughs> That's what I like to see. Definitely. And if, then we've got our first entrance into the Rumble besides Austin and Vince. And it's Golga, a.k.a. Earthquake, from the Oddities oh, I here. I felt so bad. He was out in 15 seconds. So if, yeah. if there's a trivia question, who was the first man eliminated in the 1999 Rumble? How many people are going to get Earthquake? John Tenta. Probably not many. 
right? I don't think anybody remembered. No, they didn't. Uh, after Golga's eliminated, uh, Vince is running away. He runs away from Austin, mm-hmm. kind of under the ropes, and Austin goes through the ropes. Neither of them are eliminated. They're in the backstage area. At this time, the next entry comes out, and it's Draws, and he's in the ring like, what's going on here? You know, what am and I his doing LOD here? attire. He's like, yeah. what's up? LOD 2000. Not doing anything? These two guys are off doing whatever the hell they're doing in the concession stands and all over the place, and he's out there waiting for his next... Uh, yeah, and was number four. Yeah, one, two, three, number five. Yep, which is Edge, and then in the bathroom. I love, I love, I love that Edge. His uh, that that smile he makes when he comes running out. That psycho smile. You think you know me? You think you know me? Do, 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 do. But yeah, so the bathroom. They're in the bathroom in the woman's the ladies bathroom. bathroom. Yeah, the ladies, and it's a trap. Who's waiting for Austin? But the corporation. It's a trap. Ken Shamrock test. They beat the hell out of. They beat the. Sh- S word out of him, right? They beat the crap out of they him. They beat the stone cold out of him. He even needs a, a an ambulance on a stretcher to take him out. I was like, oh man, they didn't. This I forgot about this. I kind of just thought they beat. I don't remember the ambulance part, but of course it Me comes either. into play later. Uh, next up in the rumble, by the way, is Gilbert. Gilbert. Gilbert was hilarious, like he with was. the with the sparklers and all sparklers. that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> now this is where I feel like a lot of criticism comes from for this rumble where it's just nothing is everything in the rumble nothing matters right because everybody is just waiting for Vincent Austin to show back up and I kind of get that you know we've got Steve Blackman Dan Severn Tiger Ellie seeing the blue meanie out and then mm-hmm. and then the only thing that they kind of do some angle stuff throughout to keep you interested Mabel yeah. comes in he after he beats up Mosh to take his spot I like how that's just a thing in Rumble. Like, Becky Lynch did it a couple of years ago. She just took Lana's spot. If someone's yeah. injured, you just take their spot, right? There's no rules. It's, it's first dibs. Uh, we've got Road Dog, Gangrel, Kurgan, Al Snow, uh, Goldust. Acolytes. When Goldust comes out, I real- that's when I realized, oh, man, this Rumble is dead. They need something. And thankfully, they get something in the number 17 entrant with the Godfather and the hose. The crowds pop for the hose. <laughs> <laughs> but the but the problem is the godfather sends them back oh and then the crowd just chanting we want hose we yeah. want hose right uh-huh and then out comes nothing again then kane comes out he gets four eliminations and then something happens where the white coats show up what was that like i forgot the storyline with like he, he was in a mental asylum Okay, I think it was it was Vince that had him released, or he got out on his own, or whatever. But he was he was coming after Vince because I think that at this point uh, Kane's kind of like a baby face, mm-hmm. and I don't know Vince or somebody else called you know the mental hospital to to, to come get their uh, patient. <laughs> well, and then uh, another th- kind of storyline thing that goes on here: the Undertaker gong hits, and out comes the Undertaker with the acolytes, mm-hmm. and they. Take Midian and or Mabel, he becomes Midian. So Undertaker, yeah, he he's forming his little stable here, and uh, he's eliminated. And that's kind of a little storyline thing they do. Uh, another thing on here, when Gangrel gets eliminated, do you notice how hard he slammed onto the floor? Do you remember? Did you see that? It was on his hip or his back? His hip. He just slammed yeah, on the yeah. side. Like, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I was like, oh, poor Gangrel. He's like, listen, I got my, I got my doing double duty. I'm gonna. 
make everybody remember me. And I, I remember. Yeah, Chango. he just goes to the back, gets a couple kisses from Luna, and that fixes everything. Is the, before or after the rumble? Well, after he gets slammed on his ass outside. Mm-hmm. He gets slammed. He goes to the there. back. Yeah, she kisses his boo boos. Yep. At some point in number nineteen, Ken they Shamrock drink, they comes drink out. blood together. Ken Shamrock comes out, <laughs> and along with Ken Shamrock is Vince, who goes to the commentary mm-hmm. table. Uh, I like how Vince is all super cocky the entire time, yeah. and and Jerry Lawler's kissing his ass. He's like, "Look at you, Vince! Not even a hair out of place. You, you're, you're so great. You're so great, Vince. I love you." He's kissing his ass. Um, Cole was saying, "You know, why don't you want to get in there? You don't, you don't want to fight Shamrock?" And he's like, "Hell no, I don't want to fight Shamrock." <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Look at him. I wouldn't want to fight Shamrock." Yeah. And I wouldn't want to fight Shamrock even today. Have you seen him? Still, he's still wrestling. Is he? He's still jacked. Yeah. I know that he is. And then at some point, we go to the backstage. We see an ambulance arriving. Steve Austin drove himself back from the hospital with an ambulance. <laughs> Do you think he stole the ambulance and they let him have it because he's Stone Cold? They Steve let him. Austin? They let him have it. They, they love Stone Cold. They're like, hey man, take it, take it. You just do turn the lights on. Run all the lights. Yeah. Get back. To, get back to the Anaheim Pond. Get back over there. Yeah, they show them where all the switches are. <laughs> they show them where you the got switches it. are. I also love. There's got to be a switch that like keeps every light green. <laughs> as soon as Austin comes back, he's Vince is immediately nervous on commentary. Yeah. Like, does that does that swallow? Yes. <laughs> and again, this goes back to the greatness of how great of a character Vince McMahon was at this time. He's so good, and he's. He's kind of looking around over his shoulder, doesn't know like what to do. <laughs> right. Uh, China comes out in number 30, and she beats the crap out of Mark Henry because he told everyone he wanted to, he like hooked up with her when he really didn't. She, oh, man. She kicks him as hard as she can in the stomach. We even did a watch along how she ended up in the Rumble. She was in the corporate Rumble and won that to be number 30 here. And the other thing that was funny was after she eliminates Mark Henry, Austin just tosses her over the top rope. So she's in for 35 seconds. After that whole storyline she had, 35 seconds. Uh, a few other people that were in throughout this time too. Again, this is only about Austin and Vince right here. We've got... And that $100,000 bounty. Someone's got to get it. Yeah, Val Venus, X-Pac, Mark Henry, Jeff Jarrett, mm-hmm. D'Lo Brown, Owen Hart. And everyone wants that $100,000. But eventually, Austin's got eight eliminations. He eliminates a bunch of people. He eliminated Ken Shamrock, Billy Gunn, Test, Bossman, Triple H, uh, China, and Owen Hart. So he eliminated all these people. And Vince has got to come in here. And again, it's Vince is so nervous. <laughs> I did put a note on here. I said, Austin just clotheslined China over the top because he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> no, he does not. He, he hit her pretty hard. <laughs> he hit her pretty hard. But Vince comes in. But how comes The Rock? distracts austin what's the rock gonna do he's distracting him telling him and this distraction went on for a while like it probably shouldn't have been that long vince sneaks up behind him and tosses him over the top rope and vince won the rumble he can't believe it oh he can't believe it he's so happy vince is going to wrestlemania the corporation had one hell of a night here at the 99 rumble uh I would say so how, many, how many how many wins we got? We got uh, Vince, mm-hmm. Boss Man, Shamrock, Shamrock. That was it, right? Yeah, I mean, they, there was it was the Rumble, wasn't that big? I don't think Gangrel was part of the corporation, so oh yeah, I don't, you're, I don't think did, Luna was part of the corporation, so it was oh. a bad night for the Gangrel Gangrel family of him That's and Luna. True. Everyone yeah. else, good stuff for the corporation, but mm-hmm. you know, after this, we get a quick recap of the Rumble, and we come back 
to the rig and Vince's drinking Coors Light, celebrating with the Stooges, pouring beer over his head. He's uh, pounding what, what a What a hero he was, right? Vince? Yeah. You see know. him? I don't know if he was a hero, but he's the winner. No, he, he was. His, his Stooges told him he was. This was pre-me being a jaded, not jaded, but a fan who kind of knew everything or thought I knew everything of kind of the beats mm-hmm. of how stories go. Like yeah. now this happens like, okay, well, eventually they're going to do a match with him and Austin. Austin's going to win, blah, blah, blah. At the time I'm thinking, what's going to happen? How is this going to work with Austin and Vince? And Vince is, is he going to face the rock for the championship or is the rock going to turn good? What, what's going on here? So definitely made you want to tune into raw to see what happens there. But I can also see everyone's criticism of this rumble. Because rewatching it, and I'm sure you would experience the same. That in between time, not a lot goes on with all, with with this rumble. You're just waiting for the end. Um, it was it was more nostalgia for me to see all those characters come out and mm-hmm. and how they got eliminated. But you know, probably at the time, you know, maybe they weren't that great or maybe that interesting. You know, I just kind of looked through rose colored glasses and yeah, you know, seeing like Midian and Goldust and D'Lo and. And Val Venus, you know, all those names that were big names in the 90s or in early 2000s. We're like, all right, that's cool. That's cool. Oh, this guy's cool. Oh, that guy's cool. Yeah. I never liked I never liked Dan the B. Severin, though. I thought he was, what, was he part of uh, Smoky Mountain or NWA for a while when they were doing He that? was also an um, actual MMA fighter. Yeah, I know that. I'm just talking about, like, afterwards when um, uh, Cornette was kind of blending his stuff in with Vince on, you know, Raw. Yeah, with the NWA stuff, but yeah, but you're right. You look down this list here. Look at these. We got Attitude Era from top to bottom throughout this show. Pretty much, there's no fillers. I'd say the one, the only fillers, like you mentioned, would be a Dan Severn, maybe mm-hmm. a Gilberg, but he was part of the Attitude Era. He yeah, was fun. He was get Kurgan. Um, who was Earthquake again? Golga, Golga. I mean, they had they had their um, Insane Clown Posse type music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't the type music. Uh, it was the Insane Clown Posse, which of oh, course okay. is edited on the. Uh, on the the peacock yeah, version but yeah. when gold comes out you could still see everyone doing the hand gesture like putting like his hands in the air which well nobody cared they waved them like they didn't yeah and they're ready to go so what what are you going to give two things great was, was this china was this the only one uh china was in at up to I, thought this, that, I thought that was good up to this point but i don't remember yeah. what she was in going forward after look but from the Royal Rumble match itself, what's your grade for it? And what's your overall pay-per-view grade for this this show? Overall, I'd probably give it a B minus. Okay. The Rumble itself, I mean, just, I mean, watching it now, I thought it was fun. I'd give it like an A, some of the other matches earlier on. But, you know, realistically, yeah, maybe C plus between B and a C. Okay. Well, it was either way. It was fun to go back and look at this. For me, yeah. I think the rumble itself was like a C, C minus. It's fine. It's nothing happens. Nothing crazy. Not rewatchable for me. The pay per view itself, I'm going to give a a solid. I'm going to give it a B. It would be a B minus, but that X Pac Gangrel match bumped it up of a, a, a B to a B for yeah, me. Yeah, that was probably the best match. It was for sure. The the Rock Mankind match, the Rock McFoley match was really good too, despite mm-hmm. you know all the craziness with it with the chair shots. But before right. that, yeah, before the handcuffs, pre handcuffs, it's a it's a solid A. Post handcuffs, you're like, cool, gonna knock this down a notch because it's so brutal to watch. 
this is a typical Attitude Era show, only built around the main event being the big big matches. You know, we've got a five minute match, a four minute match. Uh, I guess the Bossman Road Dog was ten minutes. Shamrock Billy Gunn was fifteen minutes almost, but shorter matches. The main the main event was twenty minutes, and then of course or twenty one minutes. Of course, the Rumble was an hour, just under an hour. Mm-hmm. But it was overall, it was not a hard watch. We've done shows, we've done some like WCW shows that are like, oh man, this is tough to watch. <laughs> <laughs> but still, like you 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 think back like. Oh, I remember hearing about that guy or even seeing that guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of my favorite old guys I bring up is PN News because <laughs> he was just so ridiculous. But I think like going back in that little 90, 91, 92 um, WCW era for me, I mean, that was like my first introduction to that and going back and watching stuff like that. If it was like an 89 or 90 Super Brawl, stuff like that, there's still names I remember, but it wasn't like my peak starting to watch like Saturday night, uh, mm-hmm. WWE Saturday night or, uh, what other, what other show do they have? I think that was the only one, but yeah, this one, this wasn't a hard watch at all. Like I liked it. I'd probably, if I watched it again, I'd probably skip that first one and just start off with that Sable Luna, you know, that's the strat match and kind of go from there. Well, if you start off with Sable Luna, you miss X-Pac Gangrel. Oh, I did. Oh crap. Hold on. Let me look at the, the order again. So that's what you got to start with. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're right. You're right. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate you. And I appreciate yeah. everyone out there that listens to our show. Appreciate all of everyone on the Facebook group sharing those memes all the time, which cracked me up. Follow us on Twitter too, PPW Podcast. Make sure you're subscribed to our podcast on iTunes, on Spotify, whatever podcast apps you use. Just search. We'll be there for you. And want to thank all of our podcast buddies that are always there for us. The Breaker and Bane Power Hour. You can follow them on Twitter and on favorite podcast app our friends scott and jeff at the fully posable wrestling figure podcast i'm on a crusade eric you know what's that my crusade is to have jeff get rid of his shitty flute segment on his show why because i don't like it and i want to bully him on i don't like it i'm gonna bully him into doing it you don't imagine ron burgundy i don't don't imagine flutes i don't okay i imagine jeff with a bunch of boxes behind him, <laughs> playing a recorder, knowing it's oh, going to make man. me furious. That's what I imagine. Still, oh, though, man. follow the longest episodic, longest reigning wrestling figure podcast going today. The Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Always great. A great listen for those guys. Also, follow our friends over at the Wrestling Cheers Podcast. Justin Summers is talking about wrapping up, but still, go ahead and follow him at Wrestling Cheers. Uh, you can follow our friend Lee at the Raw's Nitro podcast. He had a show out a couple weeks ago, so go ahead and follow him. Uh, go ahead and follow the Ringside podcast. Our friend Daniel Spencer and friends out there doing shows. He just gave me a few texts about uh, some shows coming up we might be able to go to sometime in the future, so we'll talk to him about that. Okay. Maybe he'll come awesome. on if he's in town. I don't know when. It, I don't know when, but, I mean, we're a major market. Chicago will get a show at some point. Uh, and then our friends... At the Our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast, follow them at OVP Podcast. Joe and Michael Quinn always do a great show. They don't have the same last name. I probably should clarify that. Joe Morata, Michael Quinn, Joe and Quinn do the Retro Wrestling Podcast. They do the Canon. Of, I think they're up to 86 now. They've got a Patreon. They also just started a brand new podcast, not wrestling related, but nostalgia related, right up our alley. I think you'd like it, Eric. Acid Washed Memories. They talk hey, about there we go. old Got old my stuff. jeans. They I'll wear my. The f- um, what are you gonna wear? My IOU. 
Definitely. Bum Equipment. That might be a whole show. Bum Equipment. Their first oh, show come was... come on. Was, bum, was, bum was poor man's IOU. Was it? I thought Bum was like the good stuff. <laughs> man, I, I, was wearing, I was wearing garbage this whole time. <laughs> you sure were. Oh, man. Thought, thought you were hot stuff running out there with your Bum Equipment. It, well, actually, my sister had one, and I just stole her sweatshirt oh. all the time. Man. Anyway, their first uh, show was about the Cola Wars, Pepsi Cola. <laughs> their new show is about Nick at Night. So is RC in the mix? It's mentioned. Royal Crown is mentioned. Okay. It's not given favorable reviews. I'll tell you that. Ugh, well, right. You don't even drink any. Do you drink any pop anymore? Uh, just diet every now and then. You know, some Coke Zeros. You're not drinking Royal Crown Cola. Are no, you? but you know what? There is this place out by us called Submarine City. When you yep. go up there, you, mm-hmm. can, you can get some RC or Diet Right. Definitely. Uh, yum. I think. I think it's no goodies. I don't know if they're still open. 143rd and Homer Glen, they have a uh, cherry RC cola, which is oh yeah, oof. is that so, the hot dog place? Yes, it's good stuff. Yeah, I've, I've been there before. There you go. I think it was called Steamers before. No, is that maybe a yeah, it is Steamers. Yeah, you're right. It yeah, is Steamers. See? Oh, look at goodies. that. Goodies. <laughs> I don't know, man. They're not a podcast sponsor. Anyway, follow yeah. the, their new show to Acid Wash Memories. They also have a Facebook group, and of course, the OVP Podcast Boys as well. Always a good time for them. Uh, to listen to Nostalgic Wrestling Talk and now just Nostalgic Talk in general. So go ahead and follow them. And, of course, you're following us on Twitter and you're following our shows. We appreciate you guys and appreciate all the feedback and all the fun. And we joked about the negative review stuff. I really don't focus on that. We focus on people that do like what we do, but we're always open for suggestions and all that stuff. So let us know. Shoot me yeah, a message. And then you take the suggestion and you say, yeah, do it with your own podcast. No. <laughs> I'm talking about suggestions for a show. Like, oh, okay. Those those type of those are excellent suggestions. Definitely, like, definitely good stuff. Like content, content, and formatting. There you and go. Eric yeah. burping into microphones, all that stuff, which I'm still haven't decided mm-hmm. if I'm edit out yet. If you're listening no, to this, no, no, I probably left it in. If you're listening to this, let's be real yeah. here. Well, someone's gonna. What if someone turned it off right away after that burp? They missed the entire oh. show. <laughs> I bet you they were like, "What was that? They, was that a lady burping?" <laughs> Do you think you burp like a lady? Is that what you're saying? No, no, no. I'm no. just saying. You know, what if someone thought that? All right. It's getting late. Anything else, Eric, before we wrap up this week? No, that's it. All right, I think we're going to do a mini show uh, later this week or next week. You and I will watch Halftime Heat. Is like a plan? Yeah, we could do that. Um, probably not Thursday because I'm going to be house-sitting and dog-sitting till gotta, Friday night. You're the only person left in America who doesn't own a laptop. Hey, I... I you got a Just desktop tower. You got a what do you got there? Compact Passario? Got a gateway? No, I have I have a Packard Bell. Oh my god. With Windows ninety five. What kind of monitor you got? A CRT, one of those giant ones? Um no, I upgraded to the what is this thing called? I don't know. L C D plasma. Okay, whatever whatever. Flat 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 screen. Anyway, Something like we that. will we'll do that. Keep following us for all show information and all that. We'll do that mini show. And, of course, we've got a few weeks before the actual Rumble, so maybe we can fit in some more fun stuff before the official Royal Rumble season, which I think is pretty much everyone's favorite pay-per-view of the year. Everyone loves the Rumble. Who doesn't run the Rumble, yeah. right? Even when it's bad, it's good. Like to this, That's what I want to know. Like this week, even when the Rumble was bad, it was still good. Eric, thanks, as always, for joining. Thanks, everyone, for listening. See you next week. Hell, you got no chance.
Bye.